0: Listening 24 hours a day. It's WCBN FM and
1: What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I
0: knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon.
1: Come on, it's a new year, time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. Uh, You mean stiletto heels? Whatever. They take up a lot of space, Imelda.
0: So what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet?
1: Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What
0: about the music and the insightful investigative reporting?
1: Um, Oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh,
0: thank my rainbows. Great.
1: Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter.
0: Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. And we are on. Hey there, Dan. How are you? Uh, Well, good. I'm... Are you Oh, I'm not hearing anything in my earphone. So, no, we'll, sure. just kinda, we'll just kind of we'll just kind of wing it. We'll
1: just pretend like we're talking to each other.
0: Exactly. We, oh. <laughs> well, hello. Hello. So, what have you been up to th- this is what um, August 8th, uh, 2007.
1: Uh-huh, the very same. Woohoo. So, um what have you been up to this week? Um it's been pretty busy, but you know, it's it's been hotter than two rats, you know, <laughs> in a wool sock under a heat lamp. <laughs> it is not pleasant at all. But, you know, I'm getting ready for um you know I'm getting ready for the big debate tomorrow
0: oh yes exactly I'm
1: excited you know I've been talking to my friends a lot about this candidate or that candidate so um, so yeah which Good. is what we're talking about today, right?
0: Absolutely, yep. This is going to be like, our, I guess, our politics show. Um, so we're going to be, uh, we have a guest, uh, Rebecca Warren. Rebecca
1: Warren. Um, who's going to be calling. Right? And,
0: um, at least we hope so. She's going to try to, apparently session is going to go a little late today. Ah. So, so she might, um, she's going to try to make it, but she's uh, really excited to to call in and talk to us. Excellent. And yeah.
1: And and really, I think what, um, you know, we've got to, we've got a. a We've got to talk about it like as a community. Like what are we yeah. looking for in a candidate? Exactly. Like, what candidate um is there a candidate out there right. for the LGBT community? Right. Um, Right, exactly. Yeah, so State Representative Rebecca Warren will join us later. Yeah.
0: So um and uh (laughs) and we are live. I can hear myself.
1: Oh joy. And I can hear you too. (laughs) So yeah, so we'll be joined by Rebecca Warren um a little later. Mm -hmm. And then and then maybe we'll hear some snippets from from the Democratic Hopeful. Which
0: would be great. Oh my gosh. So
1: But before we get on that political muck muck. Yes. I have a little issue this week. What happened? Tell me.
0: Well, so I shared last week with you and Dave about how I'm feeling kind of um, down Mm -hmm. about, you know, I'm not wanting to be one of the, appear to be one of those, you know, lazy fat people type thing. Well, (laughs) I got some emails. On uh, making that comment, um, no and way. about I need to deal with my own fat phobia, and so I, one of them, I actually was able to uh, have a conversation with, uh-huh. and um, kind of like, well, let's kind of like talk about this. Like, what do you mean? What What are you trying to say? Because what my intent was that. Um, Apparently, I'm one of those folks that is very invested in being uh, very active, and 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 the the reason for my my large circumference, as the PC way to say it, um, huh. is being, is not due to the fact that I'm not active, or that I just sit in front of the TV all day, or I you know I'm employed, I do all these different things, and I'm a responsible fat person type thing. Mm-hmm. And they imply they were saying, you know what, the, you're implying that. There are There are fat people that are out there that are lazy that the reason why they're fat are lazy because they don't um, because they don't work, because they're not responsible. I mean, I, I was putting out a and I was like, well, could you define that a little bit better for me? And they were like, well, let's talk about internal homophobia. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh.
0: It's like it's like somebody a, a gay man trying to act um, uh, more butch and appear more butch so that I'm not like one of those queens. Okay, and I was like, "Oh, how interesting!" and it and they and they were very clear about the fact that they 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 were saying, "I ain't saying that there isn't any you know lazy fat people out there because there there's a stereotype for a reason."
1: Right. Okay. So, what but was the issue?
0: uh, but the issue was that I was implying I don't want to be one of those people, or I uh, are them, th- am putting a
1: so. Someone thought the a listener thought that there was several
0: a, of them did actually a, oh. implied that, the, that there's a value statement.
1: To I that. was making a value, oh. yeah, that I
0: am better because I'm active and because I'm, you know, moving rather than, and it's more of just a, and if you will, and I'm probably going to now get more email about it's a, for me, it's a lifestyle of how I interact with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I, how I seem to feel that, um, Uh, how I was putting my sense of community responsibility um, on uh being relating it to being fat hmm. and that it's a way of preventing me from being fat. And so just dealing with all of that and then seeing the doctor today and I got in trouble with them. Um and because I'm a, too active, I need to stop um uh I need to stop. Wow. I need to, you know, drop and roll. Um so <laughs> you know stop <laughs> drop and roll, you know the whole fire Are thing. Are you on fire? Yeah, really. <laughs> I am hot.
1: <laughs> That's <Anyway>. right.
0: <laughs> and in the was say you do you have to you have to slow down and are you
1: putting you're putting too much pressure i'm putting
0: too much pressure on it and i'm on your and, bad
1: hoof over there uh,
0: exactly yeah. and so i have been scolded um so it, and and that and he says you know i can make you inactive and he says you know i i this was the, this little cast thing uh, that you have on this little brace that you can take on and off." He says, "I can make you inactive an and put you in a leg cast." Oh my you God. know, <laughs> and I was like, "No!" And he says, "Exactly." He says, "You know, you were talking about how you are afraid of surgery because you, you're you, you're afraid of gaining more weight and then and not being able to take it off and that I, I re- changed my set point and all these different things with my weight." And he says, "You have a lot of concerns with that. We made a deal. You need to now uh, honor that deal in in taking care of yourself." And so. I'm like aye, aye. Ay, ay. and so um, so now I have to. So um, he's like, you have to sit on that couch for the next two weeks. You have to you have to do it, and or you're not going to get better. So so couch sitting, so couch sitting and slowing down and move and walking differently so that it takes weight off of the foot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of one of those. It was kind of like it was like a a reminder of you know you got to really take care of yourself. That's right. Uh, but at the same time, I I. I I understand my. Re- I, I'm getting a better understanding of how I relate to being fat, and mm-hmm. and how that's really is something that um,
1: plays in my everyday fears and things like that. So it's kind of an interesting sure and ability too. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people, myself included, often mm-hmm. take for advantage our ability status. So,
0: right, right. So it's
1: one of those those points of privilege.
0: Exactly, and so, and then the mix on that is that I was really alone this weekend because all my friends went camping and whitewater rafting. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the tape. They uh, they brought came home had oh, a tape. Oh, cool. I really want to see it. Well, no, actually, it was my fault because I did. I was thinking, oh, how fun! This is going to be great. And then I realized oh, my God, I wanted to be there so bad. They should
1: have so. brought a cardboard cutout of something.
0: <laughs> well, actually, they did bring something home. Um, and it was kind of fabulous because I, <laughs> I I, could not be there. I sent um, a gift for every night for them to open. Oh, fun. and So, yeah, so at the bonfire after dinner, they opened up. They read the little note that I had. They described the present they're going to open. And then they opened it. And so, like like uh, the night before the rafting trip I said okay you've arrived safely now so to maintain your safety wear these tomorrow and there were like water wings nice uh, <laughs> you know exactly And then the night of the white water rafting it's like okay you know I know you guys are thrill seekers so this may not have been thrilling enough you'll probably try scuba diving tomorrow so I got you something to practice and I got on bendy straws <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know so it was kind of fun
1: that's excellent and,
0: uh, so yeah so it was different things that every night they could open up and, and I think of
1: me. Well, good. So, see, see, good friend.
0: Yes, exactly. So, uh, and then they in return. Apparently play there was some there were some activities at the campground and so they all were uh, played in the activities because then you would get various tickets like you do at like a at a carnival type thing. Mm-hmm. And then they bought me something using their tickets. <laughs> like like... Uh, yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, exactly. And so um so they, they entered a raffle and won me some stuff. I was like, Oh, there's Aww. they thought of me. So but apparently they had a fabulous time and I Ew. knew exactly what I said home <laughs> and I watched old Movies. That's so, okay.
1: No pity party here.
0: No, none. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, it's kind of funny that uh, my coworker is going to actually. Um, she says, "You know, I think we have some things that you could be able to to watch." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she says, "I think we got lots of Broadway Broadway uh, f- <laughs> CDs you could use." I was like, "Oh, great!" So this weekend's going to be Broadway. <laughs> Excellent Broadway. <laughs> so, uh, so I can't wait for tomorrow morning. Actually, so I'm like, "Oh, I wonder what they got."
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like christmas but in for broadway absolutely so it's gonna be fun so yeah so i'm kind of
0: looking forward to it it's gonna be kind of an interesting um so yeah so it's gonna be an interesting weekend and the next two weeks we're gonna see how i do and um
1: well we'll be sending everyone send your positive vibes
0: absolutely healing vibes absolutely
1: positive vibes think of your right foot my right foot
0: uh, exactly it's
1: my my left foot's my good foot but
0: oh yeah well so is mine oh good yeah, it's my, left, my left foot's a good foot, exactly. So mm-hmm. yeah, so so yes, yeah, so it's been kind of an interesting. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's been a kind of an interesting week, kind of talking to folks and interacting um, more than usual with our listeners, which was really kind of wonderful. That's Excellent.
1: Keep the emails so, coming, absolutely.
0: Right? So I think we should give out because we haven't given out our email in a long so it's time.
1: WCBN closets with an s at the end yes at gmail.com wCBN closets at gmail.com yes
0: exactly so we'd love to hear from you we'd
1: love the feedback from the show and anything or yeah. if you have show ideas you know,
0: oh absolutely you know you know that'd be awesome absolutely mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. Of, of Broadway I'm looking at your shirt yeah and I'm I'm kind of reminded of um. A, a, a possibly a musical, but I'm not really sure if that's what it's about.
1: No, it's not. I didn't think so. <laughs> my shirt, they look so like they're dancing and having not. a good time. Yes, my shirt. Actually, the shirt is called Best Friends Forever. It's called BFF, oh. and um, it is a picture of someone who is a Buddhist monk, a priest, a rabbi, and a Muslim iman, and oh, and they're. No, I know a joke like that. No, Don't yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and they're sort of like they're like skipping together. Yes, so they are. Sort of like.
0: And speaking of skipping and being in a good mood, uh-huh. um, uh, I am in such a great mood because we are honored tonight to have uh, Rebecca Warren, who is a representative, a, a state representative here mm-hmm. in Michigan, right? Uh, for I think it's uh, I don't know if they call it ward or area fifty three. Uh-huh. Uh But Rebecca, welcome to Closets Are for Clothes.
2: Well, Dan, thanks so much. It's such a pleasure to be here with you.
0: Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And um, I understand that that there may the sessions are maybe going long tonight. So if you have have to go in and vote. I don't want to keep you from that.
2: They actually did let us out just a little bit ago, so I'm still trapped up here in Lansing because I wanted to wait and do the call here on a, on a landline up in my office, but we got done with our voting for the day, so you you have me for the length of, <laughs> of your show.
0: Yay! Uh, <laughs> and I was reading on your website that this is also a big day for you in other ways. Is it today the primary?
2: To, uh, yesterday was uh, yesterday was primary election day um, okay. for... A lot of our municipal races, we had five city council uh, oh. you know, boards that have a seat up, and so we had city council elections. My elections are only on the even years, so I, I just got oh. to have friends on the ballot, but ha- have a little break from, from having to run myself, so that's nice. Okay.
0: Gotcha, because I was reading the blog, and I was like, what's this? Day one, day two? I was like, oh my goodness, there's things going on. <laughs> so, great. Well, one of the, so, and I also want to introduce Gabe. I don't think Rebecca and Gabe have Hi, met. Hi, Rebecca. Gabe, nice to meet you. Good to talk to you. So one of the things that we were interested in talking about tonight is that, okay, so we're starting a little early with dealing with the politicians and candidates and trying to choose candidates. And one of the things that I and Gabe have talked about in the past shows and things, we're talking about you know, how do we, being part of the LGBT community, you know, how do we look at the various issues and and how do we choose candidates or, or things that are important to us? And so we thought someone who's been successful in, in representing us and, and um, as far as I'm concerned, voting the right way for our community, thank you for your support. Um, you know, like what are things that, you know, when you look at your – I guess it's their coworkers, (laughs) but, you know, when, um, you know, when you're people who are doing the job, I guess, and doing, um, the right thing, what are things that you're like, once you've been up there, like learning, like, Oh yeah, I see you see now more of the intricacies of being a representative.
2: Well, I think there's a couple things And one. I mean, for, for myself, you know, I came out of the, the activist community. I had worked, um, for, uh, for a choice organization for mm-hmm. seven years and had worked hand-in-hand with a lot of progressive organizations. And just having that, I guess, that awareness of what it's like to work in the social change movement is important. And for me, it was nice because when I decided to run, um, like you said, I I, mean, I had a pretty good progressive track record. And so a lot of my friends in the LGBT community were very supportive Um but they also were because they knew me, and I think that's part of what we have to do as um, as progressive politicians or or potential politicians. You know, you you have to really put your energy and your money and your time where your values are. You, It's not enough just to say, I care about women's rights, I care about, you know, LGBT rights or choice or any of these other, the environment, I mean, pick your social issue, but it's not enough just to say that. You have to show the the most active donors and volunteers and advocates in the community that you're willing to put yourself there with them on the front line fighting for the things that we care about and that helped me a lot i think because folks knew that i was willing you know two proposal two campaigns in a row people saw me and the folks around me working Mm -hmm. um, to try to make michigan a better place
0: absolutely and you do thank you every day um and so and one of the one of the examples that I was even thinking of with that is is a, a couple people that, um, for instance, like Bill Clinton, um, where when we had the donate when we were hoping to remove the ban in the military, unfortunately we turned around and it ended up being a don't ask don't tell. Right. And 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 I and I thought that he had a good track record and and but then when that happened, I was really starting to question. You know, is this one of those typical? you know what uh, the stereotypical thing of a poli- you know politician saying what they what do they want us to hear how how can we figure that part out or even like for instance with george bush to be equal opportunity here george bush i mean i remember his campaign was being a uniter uniter yeah. not a divider and i think he's divided us pretty good <laughs> <laughs>
2: absolutely well i think there's a couple of things i mean one um you know, I don't think you find many folks up here who have better progressive credentials than I do. I don't think anyone would look here and, and be worried that I'm not going to do the right thing on a lot of the values that we share and the things mm-hmm. we care about. But And so I'm I'm going to be fighting. I'm going to be, um, you know, urging us to, to think in the big picture. But you also have to accept that some of the world that we work in um, – you know, here here in Lansing, State Capitol, I'm I'm a Democrat, and I serve in a in in the House of Representatives, which has a Democratic um, majority. So I get to chair a committee, and my friends and colleagues get to chair committees, and we can move things like one of the bills I've been working on is a second parent adoption bill, which mm. we were able to get out of the House Judiciary Committee with a very supportive chair and um, lots of our great friends from Care and mm-hmm. and uh, Triangle. Lots of good organizations came and helped support that. Uh, but we also have a Republican-controlled Senate that doesn't always see things the way we do, and so I think there's some realism. Uh, you know, we have to be realistic sometimes about the fact that political compromise means we might not get the first time out of the shoot the the best bill or the best law that we want. But if people like people like me don't push us as actually far as we can go, then we're negotiating from. From a losing position, you know, mm-hmm. you what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it's fair sometimes for 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 us to look at at politicians and say, me on my own, or or me, you know, Rebecca Warren, with the group of, you know, maybe there's about ten or or twelve of us in the House that are really uber liberal. We on our own could not pass a same-sex marriage bill. We could not pass, you know, healthcare benefits for for all registered domestic partners or whatever kind of policy. We can't do it on our own. So we have to bring other people with us, and sometimes we can't do that in a year.
1: Right. So is that what you think that happened with Don't Ask, Don't Tell then? I
2: I don't know for sure, but I'm saying it's, um, I mean, you take someone like Bill Clinton, who certainly does have a track record over and over again of pushing for really important progressive policies, and I would say you know, we we also have to be realistic about the world he was living in. Did he give up too early? Maybe he did. I think there are people who would say he did. Right. Um, but there might have been a point at which he needed to make some compromise with hopefully the goal of moving us farther. I mean, all of the research that's done nowadays, I mean, Pew Charitable Trust does a lot of research on this, especially the generation, uh, kind of our, our early 20s folks right now, so, so supportive of so many things that even a generation ago um, – it was you know, where discrimination was more readily accepted, but very supportive of of fairness in employment for LGBT folks, fairness mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. in housing, in adoption, in, in marriage rights, even much, mm-hmm. much more so than a generation ago. So we have to keep moving the ball forward as much as we can where the public meets us you
0: know right and i think you're right i mean part of the don't ask hotel when i remember when it came out it 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 was a compromise in a sense of okay so if we can't be in it so that they can't come after you the don't ask hotel was hopefully going to be a way of preventing people being dishonorably discharged but unfortunately it just continued that's not the case right Right. it's used as a
1: tool so so you know um I, as we talk about, like, how to find the candidate, like, what things that our community, the LGBT community is looking for in a candidate, how, how do you think that we can really hold candidates accountable and not use gay issues as wedge issues, as, as those issues that will divide people and, and make, um, make gay issues the scapegoat for, right. um, for you know, conflict
2: well, I think there's a couple of things one one thing that I did um, when I was working in the choice movement is you you can sometimes um, you can sometimes give candidates um, uh the ability not to have to be up out out front on your issues as they're campa- campaigning if they if they have signed your questionnaire or your pledge that says they're going to support the issues that you care about as an organization or or whatever group of your community that's together on this. Some places it's just not helpful for them to to run on those issues but to have those values, right? So that's one thing that we were able to do sometimes in choice is say, okay, we know this person is incredibly pro-choice, but it helps them to run on the economy and jobs or it helps them to run on environmental protection or whatever issue that helps them to run on without necessarily using that issue that, like you said, could be a wedge, could be used as a divisive, uh, you know, mechanism in the in the district. Um, But knowing when the time comes for the vote, they're going to put the vote up.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: But the other thing we have to do as advocates, as people who want social changes, that you, you use the word, you know, holding them accountable. It's not enough just to to support folks and get them in office. You have to continue that dialogue. And when bills are moving, I mean, we've had, um, we've had some success already, even here in this divided climate in Lansing. We, we passed Ma- Matt's safe school law through the House to, to prohibit, you know, bullying yes. uh, based on, Thank you. On, on sexual orientation or identity or expression. I mean, the important, important stuff. Um, but when those votes were happening you know it it was good and important to see to see you know folks who are very supportive of what we're trying to do they are holding people's feet to the fire
0: absolutely absolutely so th- that's the other thing too is um i mean continuing that dialogue how i mean what are the things that you find valuable with your constituencies that you know be, um them communicating or continuing the dialogue
2: well i um you know, I honestly believe that it still matters that you take the time to let your elected officials know how you feel on issues. And um, and I don't really have any preference how that communication comes in. If you're good on email, drop me an email. If you want to send me a postcard or a handwritten note, or you want to call me up on the telephone, um, any any way that that communication gets to me, I welcome. And I think it's important. And One of the things that, one of the early lessons that I learned is that the folks who do not agree with our progressive values Mm -hmm. will Mm -hmm. not hesitate to write and call and email and tell you that you're going to, you know burn in hell that you're, you know, the second parent adoption, as those votes were happening, we had these folks from different parts of the state, mostly not from my district, but who would would write and say, oh, well, you know, the gays are just going to molest all the children if you let them do the second parent adoption. And you're like, wow, it's 2007 and people are willing to put that hateful, ridiculous rhetoric in an email to me or in a phone call to me. But what helped me, um, you know, I I certainly wasn't (laughs) going to listen anyway. But but what was really helpful was to be able to point to, I got literally hundreds of communication from the people of Ann Arbor who I represent, saying, this is a great thing. Thank you for co-sponsoring this bill. Thank you for your vote to get it out of committee. And that kind of communication matters in the face of people telling you, you know, you're going to burn in hell, you know. So Mm -hmm. so when your politicians are doing a good job every once in a while, even if it's a two-line Thanks, Rebecca. Keep up the good work. It's it's good for the for the soul to know that other people appreciate that you're fighting for the things uh-huh, we care uh-huh. about.
1: So continue that continue that dialogue with both the state and um, local uh, representatives about the issues that are that are important.
2: And for us right now, I mean, one of the most um, probably one of the most compelling issues that's touching more families in our community right now than ever before is. The fallout from the first proposal, too, in that we have, mm-hmm. um, you know, now a court decision that people are interpreting is we can't provide health care benefits mm-hmm. to our families in the same way we could before. And so that communication with still the city of Ann Arbor, Washtenaw County, and the University of Michigan are are, are continuing that fight. They're still continuing to provide benefits for all their families until the the absolute last court date. If that's the way it ends up, that they have to stop doing it. But those folks are getting tremendous pressure from the other side. So that communication with your with our local elected officials, especially about issues that matter so much, like whether your kids have health care or not, whether mm-hmm. your partner has mm-hmm. health care or not, that's good and important stuff to be making sure your local elected officials know that you you value their courage to keep keep that good fight up because it Absolutely. matters to our families.
0: Absolutely. So, like, one of the things I have is, is like, um, I definitely, letter campaigns are either writing. I mean, one of the things we hear sometimes is that, oh, if it's the same postcard that you're deciding your name to, that's looked at less than if it's an individual email that's different from everybody else's, even though it's on the same issue. Is that looked at differently in your office?
2: See, in my office, I don't think it is. And it might be it might be a little bit of an individual, you know, some people would rather have an email than a letter or rather have a call or whatever, there might be some individual, you know, uh, what they value more. But for me, what's so helpful, especially on these issues that people see as like wedge or more divisive, it is so helpful for me to be able to say to my colleagues, look at this. And, and with second parent adoption, because I sat on the committee that, that the bill went through, I got communication from all over the state, not mm. just my district. And I could go to people and I could say, look at these letters. I've gotten hundreds of letters from folks saying, you know, we would adopt kids out of foster care. We would take care of each other's kids. We would do all this if we legally could, um, you know, help us. This is a good good issue. And and that's helpful to be able to point to, and I don't care if they're all the same, I, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like want to be able to point to You know, hundreds of communications of folks around the state saying we want to be able to adopt our kids,
0: even if it's not in your district. So me writing to somebody up in Marquette, uh, Michigan, saying that this this is that they're on this committee and this if they help pass this through the committee and vote this way, that would be helpful as well.
2: I think when you're talking about something that is in a committee they serve on, it's absolutely appropriate, and they should hear from you, and they will value it. I think um, we do have um, we do have a kind of a process, a legislative courtesy, where if one of our constituents has a problem in state government, or they need some help with some some red tape, or a question or confusion with with what happens at the state government level, we have a legislative courtesy that says, you know, Dan, you live in my district, and so they're gonna they're gonna make sure I have the first chance. To take care of you and help you in mm. whatever way I can with through the power of my office so if you were to email someone from Marquette and need some you know need some assistance they would probably send you back to my office Gotcha. but if you were just saying hey representative you know from Marquette you serve on this committee this bill's in front of you they would absolutely value that
0: gotcha and then there's one other thing that we've talked about. I'm sorry, Gabe, we keep taking this over. Um, is the other thing is that, um, that recently we've been talking about actually going and visiting our representatives in in you know in the Capitol in Lansing, and and how that's very intimidating because it's like oh my gosh, I've never you know going to Lansing and all the the I don't want to say oh the the power that's there and and then walking into a representative's office. How how can one or how what would you suggest to prepare for that conversation? Or what do you look for in the person that you're talking with um, about their issues?
2: I think it's really true that a lot of folks do feel intimidated about being here in person, and I wish they wouldn't because this is uh, you know it, this is one of the most powerful tools that we have as a, as advocates um, that face to face visit and you can do it in your districts if you're intimidated by coming up to Lansing you know schedule a meeting with the person who represents you at at home in the district when they're not up here in session and it's so powerful um especially on the issues that are considered wedge or divisive it's important for people to be able to put a face and a name and to know that someone they like and 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 can connect with cares about these issues because i think it's easy you know, it's it's much easier to have a prejudice about some other mm-hmm, who is out mm-hmm. there than some real person that you know who's just like you and me, and just trying to you know have a happy life and and have a family and have a job and have a place to live that's you know a good place to live. So, I think that it can be a very powerful tool, and I think that the, there are a lot of groups that do trainings, you know, for lobbying. If you you know if you belong to any of the the big advocacy groups, I know they'll do trainings. But the bottom line you should always remember is. This is called public service for a reason, right? We're, we're, I, I am a public servant. The people of the city of Ann Arbor trusted me to be here in, in Lansing representing their interest. And when they want to come and share their opinions with me on things, my door is always open. Mm-hmm. So don't be intimidated. Come up and talk to us and tell us how you feel and tell us how these policy decisions are impacting your life and your family it's, it's good and important stuff. And it's you know, it's a great place to visit. Lansing's a beautiful town and the, the capital is uh, you know it's one of the the capitals have been fully restored. So it's this beautiful historic piece of architecture and like you said, Dan, it's this hall of power. There's so many decisions that get made here uh, and we don't want to made in a vacuum. We certainly want real people's voices weighing in on, on the mm-hmm. issues that we're making decisions about.
1: You know, you know, speaking of many voices, you know, tomorrow, I think a lot of people in the LGBT community, tomorrow will be a debate that on Logo, which is an LGBT cable channel. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it's being sponsored by both Logo and the human rights campaign. Now, these are all Democrats, right? So we're going to have um, the of people, and I know that you can't necessarily, you know, endorse anyone, but what should, what should people be watching for? How will they know? Um, how will they know that this Democrat versus that Democrat versus this Democrat is is going to be their candidate?
2: Well, I think, um, you know, I think the thing that happens a lot with those of us on, on the left of the political spectrum is that we're pretty thinking people. We're usually we usually come to our liberal values because we we think about things and we we value lots of different things. And so many of us are not single issue voters and are not going to make up our mind based only on one thing like as sometimes happens on uh on the other side of the spectrum. Um so I think it's about, you know, figuring out what matters most and and honestly for me and how I come to this decision making is authenticity is so important to me. I want I want someone who's real and is going to tell me when they agree and when they don't agree and what they struggle with and um as you know as someone who's been on the front lines of running for office and having to look people in the eye who didn't agree with me and say, you know what, these are the things that I think are important. And the things I think are important are things like same-sex marriage. I'm not I'm not shy about the fact that I think, you know, the, the goal of the separation of church and state should mean that the state's interest in in people's partnerships should not be a religious one. It should be about the contract and about that what does the state recognize that you're you're equally responsible for each other's health and safety and debt and children and property and those are the things that the state should care about not laying their religious or mm-hmm. you know moral ethical whatever mm-hmm. value they want to put on it so i'm frustrated that some of the the front runners in our party's primary have not been willing to take that step mm-hmm. but i want I want to watch um I want to watch tomorrow and I want to see how they talk about the issue because it's not I mean again I mean we keep saying this but it's this is real people's lives and the decisions that we make as leaders about how we talk about this and why it matters to our families it really does have a lasting impact so I want people who are going to say hey even if I can't agree right now that marriage is the right way to go I want to hear them talk about how they came to that decision and and why they're there and see if that's compelling enough for me to to convince me that they're my candidate. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. How they came to that decision. I mean, like to, to hear rather than what their decision is or what the rhetoric they're using and they because they might be, be, be sorry, might be be. How do you say that? By being put in a position. Try to say that three times fast. Be um, being put in a position that they are the the radical right is trying to get a soundbite for their their audiences. And I guess you're right. What what really is needing to happen is to look at. Their decision making and and how they came to that. What are they looking at? What what aspect of it are they coming, they're coming down and why they're coming down on that
2: side? And I want a savvy political leader. I want someone. I'm I'm hoping that the next four years in our country's history bring us someone at the helm who who is savvy and strategic and some any one of those candidates that has you know before now not been willing to go all the way to marriage. If they were to tomorrow in that forum to say you know what i think that right now where this country is or or that these you know these indicators make me think that what we can do right now is advocate for civil unions or we can advocate for this and when the time is right or you know i mean if they i could i could be convinced that that might be the right position for for our candidates right now if they if they build that case for me that that maybe 2008 presidential election year is not going to be the year that we see presidential candidates talking about marriage. Maybe they feel like we need to start here and go there. And I could be convinced that that might be the right, um, the right place if they backed it up. If it's just a, if it's just a fear thing though, or it's just like Mm -hmm. a a lack of owning the values, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be less inclined to be, uh, you know, thrilled to support someone who would back away from those issues.
0: And that and that makes sense. I mean, we're uh, maybe they're right that we can't. We we might not be able to get full marriage right now, but maybe we can get civil union, or maybe we can do get domestic partner, depending on how people want to word it. Right. You're right. We're that okay. Let's let's at least get it to this point. I know I can get it to here, uh, even though I want marriage. Okay, I'll meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. That that you're right. That is something to be able to take a look at. What is their strategy, and what what is you know, yes, I want the full thing, you know, like I, I want clean, completely clean air and completely clean air, water. But I mean, I get that with the way the, the gas companies are going. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Exactly. Right. So, or Canada's needs to, you know, take care of trash. But, um, you know, I think that that's, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's a, it it is a, and I think it also challenges me and, and my ideals. I, I think that's one of the things that I enjoy about the, the about politics is being challenged of is my ideal really really the best ideal. Um, and okay, Rebecca I'm mostly right, but you know it's one of those <laughs> things <laughs> that um, I'm usually yeah, you're right. I am I'm there. Um, so uh, but it's a um, I think there's a lot of things to take a look at. And in in uh and keeping that dialogue going, uh especially once you figure out where they're they if they are in a disagreeing position on an issue, knowing that decision or how they came to that decision may help in your argument or in your letter to them to help them maybe swing to your s to, to your side.
2: Exactly. And sometimes I think, you know, sometimes the best thing you can do in a political debate or or in a big sort of social change issue like this is turn the whole thing on its head. And if we're if we have politicians telling us we can't fight for or advocate for marriage for same-sex couples right now, then should we have civil unions for everyone, heterosexual or homosexual? Right. Because what is the state's compelling interest? I mean, and should should marriage be a religious ceremony that that you enter into in your church or your synagogue or? or, you know, whatever, your mosque, and that what the state recognizes is a domestic partnership for everyone. I don't know.
0: Right, right. And that's sometimes things that I haven't thought about. You know, in I know what I want for the LGBT community, but having those same rights in the heterosexual community, oh, let's really take a look at that. Right, right, and having those same benefits. Interesting.
2: Because that's the bottom line, right? We want, and I think that's what drives so much of... Certainly, my personal value is an ethic of fairness, and we want, we want all of our citizens, all of our families to be treated fairly and the same way, regardless of their gender or regardless of their race or ethnicity, regardless of sexual orientation or gender identity and expression. I mean, these are the things that matter to me, and maybe the way we get there is not exactly the way that some others have, have you know, sort of right. idealized.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for taking the time to, to call in and, and have us have this conversation. I really appreciate it.
2: Well, i I, I so um, honored and thrilled that you asked me to participate. I always enjoy chatting with you. And, Gabe, it's nice to chat with you. And I'll look forward to <laughs> the chance to do it again sometime. Feel free to invite me back. I'd love to.
0: Oh, that'd be great. And are you doing anything fun during the break here? Because you guys don't return back till September?
2: We, we're we off really now just for one week, and then we come back. But I, I'm... Uh, I'm joining that marriage bandwagon. I don't know if you knew ah. it, but I'm getting married on August 25th. So my, my 10 year fiance and I finally we're gonna gonna tie the knot in August. So we're looking forward to to that opportunity to celebrate our our commitment to each other. So
0: fantastic! Well, congratulations! Oh,
2: thanks so much. I appreciate it.
0: Wow. So um, well, safe travels with your honeymoons, especially. Absolutely. So and um and definitely we will definitely have you back on uh, closets of our clothes. Thank you so much.
2: Well, thanks so much.
0: So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about, uh, we're actually going to talk about, we'll talk about some... that
1: debate going on tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah, hear some and voices.
0: Absolutely. And maybe we can maybe play something about the movie coming up next week. Cool. August fourteenth at Live at PJ's one o two South First ten p.m. with doors opening at
1: nine.
0: Hosted by WCBN FM and Arthur. No Reason. I just like doing things like that.
1: This is Keith Orr from Common Language Bookstore and the Out Bar. You are listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN. FM Ann Arbor, eighty-eight point three on your radio dial, and we're back. And you are listening to Closet are for Close. And tomorrow, as many of you heard, we just talked to Rebecca Warren, state representative from Ann Arbor. Tomorrow, big debate.
0: Big debate.
1: Big debate. I think um, the first time that that uh, a national LGBT organization has 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 hosted. A presidential forum
0: that's right that's right right so, and even in, in having it on the topic of lgbt right rights so very
1: interesting so and it's, it's just the democrats but but um, and why not the republicans well i think that um <laughs> many of the republicans have you know not taken, quite returned their call t- taken their stance <laughs> i think um but i i think that um it's important i think that people should tune in go to a watching party the confirmed participants are um, Hillary Clinton, Christopher Dodd, uh, John Edwards, Mike Raval, Dennis Kucinich, Barack Obama, and Bill Richardson. Uh, Joe Biden is not. I, hmm. I don't know why, but uh Joe Biden is not participating. Yeah, but. Um, you know, it's good to see the, the energy around it.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, and I think that's also part of the... Um, I want to see that they're going to actually be giving some verbiage to the LGBT community, mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about those mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. And, and I really do... I think it's great to be able to finally hear them. And, and knowing that the... I don't know if it's going to be an hour or two hour long... Um, uh, presentation or or debate, but Mm -hmm. that the topic is only going to be on our concerns, and so you really can't dodge it for two minutes. You've got two hours of dodging if you have dodging to do. And I
1: think that also, and I'm sure that they'll also be, you know, um, you know, what is the the queer. Lens on Iraq? What is the queer lens on healthcare? Right. What what about gender identity and gender expression? I think those are going to come up. And I think that it's good to hear them now. Yes. um, Because. because it's it is just the primary, yes, you know? yes, um, and you know Melissa Etheridge is one of the panelists. So, I
0: know, so that'll That's be good. A, I can't wait to see what kind of questions. Uh, and, and I think that that was great too, because I was trying to think of like who would I want to be asking the questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, so and, and I think Melissa Etheridge was a great choice.
1: Yeah, and you know when we talk about like asking the questions, it's really interesting. Is I don't know if you caught the YouTube debates.
0: No, I didn't.
1: So, but you knew the concept. The concept yes. was people on YouTube. Another you know th- new thing. Like yes. using the media of the modern age to really um engage the candidates. One of the questions was uh posed by a, a lesbian couple, Mary and Jens. And it's really interesting how um how some of the various candidates uh replied. So, let's hear from them.
2: Topic that got a lot of response from YouTube viewers. Let's watch. Hi My name's Mary. My name is Jen. And we're from Brooklyn, New York.
0: If you were elected president of the United States, would you allow us to be married to each other?
2: (laughs) Congressman Kucinich.
1: Mary and Jen, the answer to your question is yes. And let me tell you why. Because because if our Constitution really means what it says, that all are created equal, if it really means what it says, that there should be equality of opportunity before the law, then our brothers and sisters, who happen to be gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgendered, should have the same rights accorded to them as anyone else, and that includes the ability to have a civil marriage ceremony. Yes, I support you, and welcome to a better and a new America under a president to administration.
2: Senator Dodd, you supported the Defense of Marriage Act. What's your position? I made the
1: case, uh, Anderson, that uh, my wife and I have two young daughters and two, I simply ask the audience to ask themselves the question that Jackie and I have asked. How would I want my two daughters treated if they grew up and had a different sexual orientation than their parents? Good jobs, equal opportunity to be able to retire, to visit each other, to be with each other, as other people do. So I feel very strongly if you ask yourself the question, how would you like your children treated if they had a different sexual orientation than their parents? The answer is yes. They ought to have that ability in civil unions. I don't go so far as to call for marriage. I believe marriage is between a man and a woman. But my state of Connecticut, the state
2: of New Hampshire, have endorsed civil unions. I strongly support that, but I don't go so far as marriage. Governor Richardson? Well, I would say to the two young women, I would level with you. I would do what is
0: achievable. What I think is achievable is full civil unions with full
2: marriage rights. I would also press for you a Hate Crimes Act in the Congress. I would eliminate don't ask, don't tell in the military. If we're going to have in our military men and women that die for this country, we shouldn't give them a lecture on their
0: sexual orientation. I would push for domestic partnership laws, non-discrimination in insurance and housing. I would also send a very strong message that in my administration, I will not tolerate any discrimination on the basis of race, gender,
2: or sexual orientation. This next question is for-
1: Oh, that was, (laughs) so there we heard from Dennis Kucinich from Ohio. Um, And we heard from Dodge, Chris Dodd, Mm -hmm. Uh and then Bill Richardson, who's the governor of New Mexico. So, and and they all they all were affirming, right? No. Well. Right.
0: right. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I mean, that was part of my issue with being that they all had to be, I, I want marriage. I, I, I uh, Marriage has been different things in this country for the last 200 years and many different things. And I think that this country can grow a little further and understand what fairness really is. Mm-hmm. And so I felt that Dodd was not supportive. Um, yeah, you know, He had a really good speech. He did a lot of really, but what it really came down to listening to what he had to say and those who are using our podcast can and replay it if they want but I really did not feel that he was I felt much more positive of percentage. Um and Richardson I think I came down on the right side
1: and I think that you know I think that Richardson Richardson does uh, you know he addresses a lot of the issues mm-hmm. and I think that's really important I think mm-hmm. that that tomorrow hopefully we'll see the, this list of different issues that um, that concern LGBT people so it's, I liked uh, how he
0: added the because I when you said earlier about how how we feel about Iraq how our community feels about Iraq mm-hmm. I really like how he threw in there like we have people that have are serving veterans, our country right? uh-huh. whether it, they're supposed to be in there or not he says we have people who are served our country and are had the right to proper health care you know mm-hmm. uh, unions mm-hmm. all those different things I thought all right that's he's thinking a little outside the box
1: and so those those other issues mm-hmm. right it's not just about marriage it's about transgender inclusive enda right. that we talked to Julian. and I about right? yes it's about HIV AIDS prevention and treatment right it's about lifting the military ban right it's about hate crime laws that includes our trans people yes civil unions domestic partner benefits and adoption same-sex marriage same-sex adoption and opposing the federal marriage amendment like Mm -hmm. all of these things i really like now are we going to find a candidate a candidate that's going to be able to win that has all of these that meets all of these criteria? yes and we'd like to
0: well and i think that that's one of the things that we now need to start that's part of the reason why i was i very easily i have to admit convinced you to have this topic tonight yeah. uh, it was very easy <laughs> to convince you because i think part of it is and i think we need to talk about it further in other shows is you know what maybe we need to have leaders um grow some leaders um that are going to be able to be in the politics mm-hmm. and be able to be on all of those things and you know what it is still early mm. there are some people who still have an opportunity to enter the race that haven't so, I know that's ideal, but, you know, yeah. why not? And,
1: and, you know, the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force, um, they put out this report, the official, uh, the 2008 presidential candidates' positions on LGBT issues, and they made this checkbox in this grid. That's great. And only one candidate had checks in, in all of the spaces.
0: No way. I, yeah. was to, to, I didn't even read this report. Really? We have yeah. one person that has all of it?
1: Uh-huh. Dennis Kucinich.
0: Oh, how interesting.
1: Side, um who is uh sent from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, How
0: interesting.
1: But he is I
0: didn't know that game. I didn't, but I said that. <laughs> no,
1: he said that and he's like, "Yes." And I'm like, "Uh, well, there's kind of." <laughs> um, you know, he's uh he represents uh, he's in the in the House of Representatives from the 10th district of Ohio. Um so uh Dennis Kucinich is the only one who who checks them all off. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, it's funny because even the front runners—if you look at the front runners, they all of them except one. I mean, all. So if you consider the three front runners mm-hmm. who you think are,
0: I think it's Clinton, Obama, and Edwards. Uh huh.
1: So, and if you look down and see how many checks they all ha- they have, they have—they have all of them checked off except one. You know which one? And
0: are they all the same one? Uh huh. Um.
1: Same-sex marriage.
0: I was going to say, it wouldn't be HIV issues, uh, prevention and treatment, but yeah, no, same-sex same sex marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So here again, we have this, and this is, I think, is a sticking point with a lot of people in the community. Yeah. Like, are full civil unions enough? Mm-hmm. Or is it a matter of semantics? Or is it more important? Is it is it more important than just semantics? Is it about calling a duck a duck? Yes. Right? Yes. Or, and you know, so, yeah. so Absolutely. And I think that that's a major issue, I think that um that's right, I think well, even o- before
0: the show, I was asking you know, what's the difference between domestic unions and civil unions huh I mean, what is the difference and and you're right it is it semantics or is is it a duck
1: a duck right right so it's really interesting, so it's mm. interesting so so and um and really like one of the things personally that i I get hung up on is you know marriage in in unions and the uh recognition of of love and a relationship is really important and all those benefits are there too Mm -hmm. but we can't let it become a wedge issue and we can't let it be a single issue right
0: so one of the things we maybe need to take a look at is the other issues that uh, grisinich is working on and see how he fares with all those issues against the other three of edwards um obama and Um, Clinton, Mm -hmm. So and see, maybe that's something we could support him on. Like maybe he isn't good for the environment and and the others aren't. And that might be the issue we could use. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that that's a lot of things that I think Rebecca was trying to say is, you know, we may not when it comes down to choice or things that are controversial that definitely divides our community. But I think everybody wants to drink clean water, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's mm-hmm. something there that we have a lot in common. Oh, how Quaker of us. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> find the thing that's in common, that's common that we have amongst us that's common to fight together for something. Sure. And, and then
1: it's about cross issues. right? Yes. It's about cross movement politics. Absolutely. Now, do you think any of the Republicans had any check marks? Who do you th- what Republican <laughs> candidate do you think had the most check marks?
0: A oh, which one? Well, you know, I used to think it was McCain. To be honest with you, I used to like McCain. Not necessarily that I would vote for him, uh-huh. but lately, I have, I really don't know where he's coming from. Uh-huh. Um, and wow, and uh, the other thing is, um, Giuliani yeah. would be. Oh, is it really? Because that's the only thing I was thinking from New York. There's such a strong uh-huh. LGBT community that Giuliani
1: they... has two check marks out of the you know eight or whatever, but... and that's the most. Uh huh wow and can i ask you which two they were so the check marks that national and vaccine task force gave him were um he supports civil unions and domestic partner benefits and he opposes the Federal Marriage Amendment Act.
0: So it's just about marriage. Uh-huh. So he's not for HIV and AIDS prevention and treatment. He's not for adoption. Uh-uh. He's not for hate crime laws.
1: You know, the, he's
0: not for military ban.
1: So on the enda, uh, there's a big question mark. They don't know what his stance is. The military ban, they don't know what his stance is. So I think that it's indicative that, that they haven't come out and said anything in statements right. or in policy papers, right? Right, Exactly. So.
0: Um, so interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So we'll be watching. Absolutely. We'll be watching.
0: I yeah, I, yeah, I'm curious on what's going to be said. Um, that's going to be said tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, unfortunately I'm working tomorrow evening. So I'm like, Oh, so Uh we'll try to, you know, you know, tape it. And And again,
1: you know, I really hope that they talk, talk more, talk about more than just, these you know eight topics right
0: about the t- typical things that are stereotypical in mm-hmm. our community because yes.
1: gay americans are also americans yes right? so, absolutely so i think it's really important and i know who i'm i'm uh, looking for looking at and, uh, <laughs> and i hope that uh so we'll see
0: um so okay so um Gotcha. So wow. So then that's um, gotcha. So well, they're one of the things that w- I did kind of like leaded. So anyway, well, let's talk about like for instance, it's tomorrow night. It's going to be on the Logo Channel, uh,
1: nine Eastern.
0: Um, I know that if you don't have Logo, definitely go to a friend who does have it, or you can um, watch it online. I, oh, I did not know you could watch <laughs> it online. It's going to be
1: online. They're going to there. Um, there's going to be a. Um, it'll be live broadcast online. And so if you go oh. to Visible Vote Oh Eight dot logo dot com or if you just go to logo dot com um, you can um, connect link from you. There. right there uh-huh. gotcha. and even if you're a Mac user um, they'll, they, they'll show you how to how to Set it up because it's this is key. Like I think people, mm-hmm. um, I think there'll be. I'm sure it'll be sound bites all up and down. Absolutely. The next day, I hope so. Yes. I, hope that be I
0: really. I yeah. I'm kind of also looking forward to Friday to see what how everybody's going to be starting to debate all the different issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's really great. Well, and so and that's one of the things too is that um, if you don't like any of the candidates, one of the things that I um, that's happening in Kalamazoo is that they're actually having a social justice like course if you will it's totally free um it's putting your passion to work is is what the classes are um and daring to get a, to get active and they're developing new, like skills and networking abilities and being politically effective and they've got oh there, there's already been i mean i think there's a total of seven different uh workshops that they're putting on um they've already there's already been four but there's three left and on August 17th, they're going to be talking about political effectiveness mm. and how people can be able to get involved in political campaigns, how to run uh, for office, how to, you know, manage campaigns. Um, and and I think that that's some of the things that we need to do some homegrown. I think that's great. You know, you leadership know, here. You know,
1: the number one reason is why people run for office. No. Because they're asked.
0: Wow. huh I had no idea. Yep. So who in the world... Never mind.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: I mean, that's... I mean, and that's so true. And trying to... And, and I think... So I'm asking... If you're listening, I'm asking you. I'm asking you to get involved. I'm asking you to run. I mean, uh-huh. even if it's for a small thing. Um, school board. School board. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Would that be fabulous to have an LGBT person on a school uh-huh. board? Uh-huh. I would love that. Um, And I think that that would be you know th- even those type of things or if you don't want to even run yourself well go and pick somebody and help them out I mean mm-hmm. actually get involved in their campaign mm-hmm. you'll learn a lot I've done that and I've learned a ton I've made a lot of mistakes I have to admit but they won in spite of me <laughs> uh, and uh, um, but they've done a lot of great I mean getting involved you really start learning what, what is involved um, mm-hmm. I, a friend of mine um, he's uh, gay uh, a union member and um, and he got asked. In the Democratic Party, and and they and he was in fact um, even as small as he was. I think the. Um, leader in his ward he not necessarily that he won the position but in getting out the vote for his area he was like the lead person So, mm. and so you if you've already gone through these and feel confident and, and, and are looking for something to do and you happen to live in Ann Arbor uh, the Ann Arbor Human Rights Commission um, is seeking applications for the Ann Arbor, for, from an Ann Arbor resident for a vacancy on the commission on the Human Rights Commission here what in Ann Arbor what a great place to get started absolutely get involved get onto, a, onto to a, um, a commission a, a subcommittee whatever and, and um, I am asking you to get involved in our political process. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabe thank you for entertaining me tonight. This is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor 88.3.
0: You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB, Ann Arbor, Michigan, 48109.
1: And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com.
0: The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their license and sees the regions of the university of michigan
1: for dan burns and engineer alex belhaj i'm gabe javier remember be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else Away from you
0: Radio free Ann Arbor. Twenty four hours a day. Yeah, it sounds all right. Bring it up a little bit. Yeah, let's do, do it that way. Testing. One, two, three. three. Yeah, that sounds That's all right.
1: All the right thing. Hey, Ronnie, give me this button. All right, here we are on WCBN FM, Ann Arbor. You just heard Closets Are For Clothes,
0: and this is now The Hop, as it is every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. My name is Robert, spinning soul, funk, Latin, and Brazilian
1: records for the most part, for the vast majority, all off the original uh, vinyl
0: records. I'm going to start off tonight uh, with a song by Joe Baton. Off the Americana label, once he switched from Fania to Americana, this was his first record.